the American economy no longer works for most Americans. We pride ourselves on being the land of opportunity and creating the first middle-class society. Yet profound and largely overlooked changes have put the middle-class life increasingly out of reach for the majority of Americans. At the same time, we have enabled a small percentage of the population to take home the lion's share of economic gains. The rapidly rising inequality in the United States over the past generation disturbs and baffles economists and politicians because it is unlike anything our economic models predict or our experience of the mid-twentieth century led us to expect. What is causing this dysfunction? Economists have gone back to textbook models and examined reams of data to try to understand what is happening. Some point to technological change or globalization. Some posit that government has shackled the free enterprise system and hobbled business. Some say that our economy is simply rewarding the risk-takers and job-creators who have earned the riches coming their way. None of these arguments gets it right. This report, which sets out a new framework for understanding and addressing current economic trends, makes the following points. Skyrocketing incomes for the 1% and stagnating wages for everyone else are not independent phenomena, but rather two symptoms of an impaired economy that rewards gaming the system more than it does hard work and investment. As America has created more inequality than other advanced countries, opportunity has also been undermined. The American dream increasingly appears to be a myth, and this should not come as a surprise. Economies with high levels of income inequality and wealth inequality tend to have low levels of equality of opportunity. The roots of this dysfunction lie deep in the rules and power dynamics that have prioritized corporate power and short-term gains at the expense of long-term innovation and growth. The outcomes shaped by these rules and power dynamics do not make the economy stronger. Indeed, many make it weaker. A minimalist agenda that treats only the worst consequences of inequality will not rewrite the rules and restructure the power dynamics that are driving stagnating wages and sputtering growth. We can rewrite the rules that shape our economy to improve prospects for more Americans, while also enhancing economic performance. The effects of the growth of inequality over the past third of a century won't be undone overnight, and there are no silver bullets. However, there are policies that can once again put the sought-after but increasingly unattainable middle-class lifestyle within the grasp of most Americans. With these points in mind, we need to think through what the government does and does not do, with a renewed focus on how each affects inequality. Instead of taking a minimalist approach, we have to tackle the rules and power dynamics that shape our daily lives. We must understand that reducing inequality is not just a matter of a redistribution. Economic policies affect the distribution of income both before and after taxes and transfers. The tax system, for instance, may encourage some inequality-generating activities at the expense of others. As we shall see, 
this is not just a theoretical possibility. It describes what has happened in the United States. In traditional analyses based on models of perfect markets, we often assume away the rules of the game. It is as if markets existed in a vacuum, structured by some natural law, and all that the economist needs to do to understand changes in the economy is to study the shapes of the demand and supply curves and the forces determining their shifts over time. But few markets are perfectly competitive. Therefore, outcomes depend in part on market power, and rules affect this power. Bargaining power, for instance, determines who benefits the most from labor negotiations, and that power is affected by the strength of unions, the legal and economic environment, and how globalization is structured. In markets with imperfect competition, firms have their own form of market power, the power to set prices. Likewise, the political power of various groups determines their ability. To have the rules of the market written and enforced in their favor.